0: You're good, Cindy. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to put my own timer on too. Um, Okay. Hi, Cindy. Cindy. I'm really nervous. Goodness. Um, I'm Cindy, compulsive overeater, 100-pounder. Glad to be here. Gail, thank you for um, asking me to share. Um, And as much extroverted as I am, this is really out of my comfort zone, So, but it's a good thing. So I feel like I'm in a good, loving place, and... Um, have a few notes that I'll be referencing, but really just going to kind of talk to what um, my experience, strength and hope is, um, has been through this program. Um, Welcome to the newcomers. I think I heard Pat and Aaron. So, so glad that you're here. Um, Just so you know, this is my story. There's thousands of stories out there. And so I think just, you know, take what you hear. And if something resonates with you, great. And if not, go to another meeting because there'll be somebody else that'll say something that resonates. That's that's what I found when I first started off. I was in your place. My day one was 443 days ago. Um, I have been um, fortunate to have abstinence from sugar and flour for 443 days. To qualify myself as a hundred pounder, I'll show some pictures here in a second. Um, I came into program on October 30th, 2022. I was, gosh, I have to think about this. I was 316 pounds. um, And as um, of January 1st, I weigh once a month, I'm 216. I guess that's hundred pounds. So I just just came in. Um, And I will talk more about that as we go, but let me see if I can figure out how to share my pictures here. Okay. Let's see, share. There might be some other things that come up here, but yeah, like this, you guys don't need to see this. Okay, let me just, okay. Is that showing up? No, sorry, Dawn, it's not showing up. Oh, it is. I saw Dawn shaking his head, it's okay. So this was me at my top weight, which was 370. um, And this was in 2013. Um, From 2013 to 2022, I did a lot of, um, I kept, I kept all, I lost a hundred pounds doing it kind of the hard way and with all the diets and everything, but, um, ended up gaining 70 back and forth for a long time until I came through the door. So that's that picture. Um, this is a picture of me around the same time. Um, this was the largest shirt they had peep. (laughs) This is in Huntington beach. I did a 5k with my, my brother. Um, so it was the largest size and then to give you perspective this was me um, a week before i came into program so this was when i was about 316 i was in sedona um i'm leaning not because it looks great but because i was it was really hard to stand for me um i i actually fell on this trip um pretty badly um just because of uneven um rocks and things like that so that's that and then this is me um, on my birthday um I'll make it bigger because it's such a fabulous picture. Um, I take an exercise class twice a, twice a week. I started a little before I joined OA, um, mainly for balance and strength. Being I'm 63 years old, I'm born the same year that OA started. Kind of cool. Um, and I just, they said, it's your birthday. What do you want the theme to be? So I went with 70s. So that's that picture. And then my last picture um is taken just about um, a week ago or a week? Yeah, well, I guess about two weeks ago in Portugal. Um, I went to Portugal with my daughter. It was a once in a lifetime trip and something there is no way I could have done before away, certainly not physically. So there, stop the share. OK, great. OK, um, so what was it like for me before, you know, seeing the pictures? Um, I started off as a very tall, skinny child, um, actually, um, and, um, food became, um, love for me about the age of eight or nine when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and spent my brother and I spent a lot of time in the hospital, um, while she was recovering or my dad was visiting with her. And so our favorite thing to do would be to take probably the $5 my dad would give us and go down to the, the cafeteria in the bottom and just, I would take care of my little brother and we would eat and we would eat all kinds of sweet, creamy foods. And we also got mothering because the ladies that were serving us, you know, thought we were just these cute little delightful kids. So food was very soothing for me. Um, my mom did pass away, um, uh, when I was about 10 and, um, you know, the home environment, you know, without, you know, going into a lot, Um, both my dad and my, um, grandmother that were my caretakers had lots of issues in their lives, not just with alcoholism, um, but also just some anger issues. So food was my escape from that food was, um, I developed a lot of anxiety when they weren't home about what it was going to be like when they came home and food was something that I went to that soothed me. Um, again, I really was drawn to, um, warm, gooey, sugary, creamy things, um, so um, and that's kind of began my love affair with food. I gradually gained weight from my teens, um, really getting um to the point where I was obese um in my um uh, 30s after I got married um and um had my kids. And um that's when I started doing a lot of the night eating and using the food for emotional eating. Um For me, the saddest thing about when I look back on that, my children are now 29 and 25 and I have great relationships with both of them and I'm so lucky. I mentioned my kids and I get a little teary. Um, Is that I wished for them to go to bed and go to sleep so that I could binge. So I could eat what was in my freezer or the pizza that I had that I was gonna have, um, you know, that I had stashed away. Um, And I'm just really sad that I missed those times. And um, so I I bring up the hard moments and I will continue to bring up the hard moments because I cherish them now because it's why I continue to recover because I remember what it was like and I don't want to be there again. So that's one of those tender spots for me. What um, I was sort of a chameleon in the sense that um, I'm a person that Anybody that knew me or saw me would look at me as I'm a really happy, bubbly person, even at 370 pounds. Um, I was also blessed with genetics at 370 pounds. I did not have any of the physical comorbidities. Um, And I was very much like, yeah, I'm a compulsive overeater. Yeah, I'm obese. I'm seriously morbidly obese. I was like, it's bad enough to be morbidly obese, but I don't know about the serious part. And I was in such denial that because I didn't have these other issues or other problems, I didn't need to do anything about it. I could dabble and I could lose weight or, you know, it was always the, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do this diet, but I'm going to just sneak a little food here and then I'll go back on it again. And that dishonesty with myself, I think when I look back on things, that dishonesty with myself, that my obesity was a problem physically. But really what got me in the doors was the, the despair that I felt um, on October 22nd, um, October 2022. I was so sad because I would go out into the world, but I would come home feeling really, really sad. And DoorDash... Um, I became drives home with all the fast food drive-throughs. I mean, I don't, they're every little suite that you ever want. You can do through drive-through. There's a place, midnight cookie company. I'm like, and I was got really, really good at, at sneaking the food and making sure that I could get. Um, so one of the things that I would do, that's kind of funny is I would drive home and this cookie place, and I would basically I started off, and I think the progressiveness of this disease is is definitely something I want to highlight. I would order and I would say, I would start off with two. And then I was like, well, I might as well get a dozen. And I would pretend that I was bringing them home for myself and like the five, you know, the seven people I lived with. Now, the truth is I live alone with my dog and I don't share my cookies with my dog. So I would basically say to the person, oh, I'm going to have two of this type for me. Oh, my daughter likes this type. And just the insanity of the lies, that kind of stuck in my mind. That was one of the things that I thought, what am I doing? It's I'm getting worse and worse and worse. Two wasn't enough, four wasn't enough. I would go to the grocery store. And one of the things that I was really obsessed about was that I thought it would be really cool to try, make. I was really obsessed with making sure that I'd at least once tried every flavor of the, the pint of ice creams. So I would look and say, oh, well, I've had that one. Well, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna go off ice cream tomorrow. But no, wait, there's a new flavor, a limited edition. And I would hide it in my cart. I would try not to see people I knew. So the just the progression of the amount of food that I was eating and the amount of, you know, DoorDash would come. Um, and I would be so happy because I could do door DoorDash Uber Eats and it would be different people. So I didn't have to deal with that shame of how much I was eating because they didn't know as far as they knew. And I would answer the door again saying, hey kids, the Domino's is here. Again, it was just me. That was really becoming problematic. I was rapidly putting on more and more weight. I had tried all the diets. I'm not even gonna go through them. I had tried them all because y'all know what those diets are. But what really, really got me was how sad I was that that was my life, that I was coming home and just eating and eating and eating until I passed out. And one night I was watching TV. I had eaten more than I'd ever at ate. And I felt this pounding in my, in my, basically like my spine and my, I guess my carotids. And I thought to myself, you are going to have a stroke. And my first thought wasn't for fear of dying. It was for fear of having a stroke and living and being a burden to my children. And I, October 30, I just woke up the next day and I thought, you're not going to buy Halloween candy. It's October 30th and you're going to get on OA. You're just going to call OA.org. And I knew of OA because I'd gone once in the 80s. Actually, in the Bay Area, I went to one in a meeting in Pleasant Hill, I think, because I was living in Walnut Creek. I'm in Seattle now. And I called and I got on my first away meeting. And the only thing I committed to. On day one was that I would go to that meeting. And someone said 90 me- meetings in 90 days. And I thought, OK, I'll go. I'll, I'll That'll be my goal. The only thing I commit to on day 443 Really, really is I'm going to keep showing up no matter what. I am going to keep showing up day one, day 443. I'm going to show up now. Do I do a lot of other things on day 443? I do, I do, and I'll talk about those. But if there's one thing that I did that I am so grateful for and that I will continue to do no matter what, because you'll hear people that talk about going into relapse and slips and you know, life and not wanting to work the program, but I will keep coming to meetings. That is diehard. Next to that is to abstain from sugar and white flour because that leads to insanity. And then from there, I build up to say, I am going to always, always know that I'm a compulsive overeater. It is a disease. If I'm in doubt, my wonderful sponsor will tell me, did you read the doctor's opinion lately? (laughs) Because that, and those two or three pages in the big book, it's, this is the big book First, those of you that don't know. Um, It reminds me, this is disease. It sucks. I hate it. It bothers me. I don't want it, but I'm not going to live in denial anymore and say I'm a 370 pound person that doesn't have any comorbidities. Therefore, I don't have a problem. So what else do I do from there? So now for me, um I um, I will like to say that I say no to get to yes. So again, the only thing I've said yes to from the beginning is showing up. So from there, I said sugar and no flour. From there, I got some literature and started reading literature. I really resisted for about four months finding a sponsor. And I will say, I am so fortunate and lucky and blessed to have the sponsor that I have. And I'm so grateful for this person because they are just they're just like a kindred spirit of person I've never met. Um but she um I will just so I can't say enough about when you go to meetings and you start off in the program having a sponsor is a wonderful thing. Don't say no to get to yes just say yes to the sponsor. <laughs> From her I hear she I just there's I've been able to be Another commitment I make is to be very honest with her and to see that my sponsor is just there for me. I'm going to get as much out of the relationship as I give to it. And I am committed to being honest with her, open and willing. And the willing is key because, again, I say no to get to yes. So when there are suggestions made of things that I've added, like I used to have snacks in between and it was like, well. Maybe we you look at, you know, one of the suggestions was, you know, maybe you look at um, trying to eat more distinct meals. Nope, can't do that. Well, I now eat three meals a day, nothing in between, because I found that that's what I need to do. 15. I would, oh, thank you, 15. Thanks, Benjamin. Um, The other thing that I do is I weigh and measure my food every day. And I don't weigh every, I don't weigh every little thing, but I do weigh my proteins. I do weigh um, and measure my fruits and my like grains. Um, I read my for today each day. Um, I do step work during the week. <laughs> I can improve on that, um, but I do work. I am working the steps trying to think of other things I do in my food plan. Um, okay. So I have three meals a day, nothing in between. I commit my foods by taking pictures and sending them to my sponsor. I was having an issue with, um, waiting too long to eat. So I, um, at one point, um, I, to help with that behavior, I, um, took, um, sent a time of day that I ate so that I was consistently eating. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. It's, it's sad because it's like I plan my meals each day, but I, I don't like to pack the night before. So I pack my breakfast and lunch in the morning. Um, so I'll, I might think of other things. So I'm going to kind of move on. So um, in terms of the gifts, what are some of the gifts of the program? <sighs> so things that still shock and amaze me are things like I used to be absolutely terrified to go into restaurants. And I had to scan. I couldn't sit in booths. I had to be prepared to say, "I can't sit in a booth if there were no tables available." Um, I broke. You know, I don't worry. I I now fit in chairs. I fit in booths. Um, I still every time I see a chair with handles, I am certain I'm not going to fit in it. It it still freaks me out that I can fit in it without worry. Um, I had to have the extension on the airplane. Um, I always bought a second seat. I just flew to Northern California over the weekend. And, you know, again, I sat down and I was sure, like, oh God, it's this, this is a smaller plane. It's not gonna... the seatbelt fit me. My leg and my, you know, bottom did not spill over into the seat. I could put the armrest down. Amazed me. My favorite one of my physical is that I can cross my legs. <laughs> that one still tickles me. I was sitting. The other, just like a couple weeks ago. And I, it surprised me because I was just sitting down. I was on the phone with someone and all of a sudden I'm like, what the heck? I'm crossing my legs. So that one still tickles me. Um, I, I have new clothes that I fit in. I was able to take this trip to Portugal and Portugal y'all is hilly. It is hilly. And it's old. My daughter, when I got off the plane, I go, it's really like an old area. She goes, did you not take history, mom? This is Europe. Yes, Europe is old. And I said, "There's cobblestones," and I was able to walk and enjoy it. And I surprised and amazed myself. There's no way I could have done that a year ago. No way. I have. I suffer. I know a lot of people have more than one addiction. Um, I am fortunate that I my addiction is with food, but I also do have a mental health condition called bipolar two. It's a form of anxious, it's a form of depression with anxiety, hypomania, hypomania, I like sometimes because I get a lot done, but when I, and I do take medication for this and, but when I get a little too um, anxious, I can fall into depression and the sugar, my blood sugar would wreak havoc with that. So the downs are less low. And the highs are not as high now that I'm off sugar and carbs, and then I'm on recovery, but even more important, working the steps and identifying my defects and having a connection with a higher power, um, as I see it, which is a more spiritual form, um, has allowed me to really start working on those defects that go along with my anxiety, my bipolar too. It's allowed me to cope so much better. I'm One of the things is that I can be very overreactive, I can get easily depressed where I isolate, and those things are not happening like they used to. And I'm surprising myself with that too. Um, So in terms of that, having that component, there's a physical piece of it, but the spiritual and the step part of the program as you move forward to it has allowed me to just really manage that more effectively than i ever have before um Morning. thank you five minutes so i'll be wrapping it up um so i guess i will end with a i've told the story about my daughter um i will tell a funny story about my son so yesterday he picked me up and he's a he is my character I, he picked me up from the airport and um i got in his car and he said mom I didn't even recognize you. I didn't even think it, no, it was you. You were just standing there. And he goes, I think it's because you're wearing like, cause it was, it's cold in Seattle, like a he- a headband and gloves. And I go, okay, yeah, well, thanks. It's me. <laughs> thanks for the ride. <laughs> I'm your mom. And he's like, and he's looking at me, he goes, and I think it's because you're really wrinkled, mom. You're wrinkly. And I said, okay. And he goes like, especially in the neck. <laughs> okay. Kevin, okay. Yeah. And he goes, he's driving, he's thinking, he goes, mom, you're wrinkly because you've lost weight. You've really lost weight, mom. And he goes, I just guess I just didn't notice it, but I hadn't seen him for a couple months. And he goes, I'm so proud of you, mom. And it was like, you know, I'll take the wrinkly because I said, well, Kevin, you know what? Honestly, I'm really proud of myself too. And both of my kids know that I have an eating disorder and that this commitment is not just another diet because they've seen me on the diets. They know that it's more than that for me. And so to have that acknowledgement from him, just I'll take the wrinkles all day long. Um, And I may have let something out, but with that, I'm going to pass. So thank you for letting me share.